In Roby, Texas, a tiny farm town outside of Abilene, I met some folks at the town's only diner, where farmers come in at dawn for coffee. I'm Bob Terry, live in Roby, Texas. My name's Gene Terry. We are at the Silver Star Restaurant, Roby, Texas. Uh, it's a little farm town. Population 600, Roby, Texas, Crossroads of Opportunity. That was on the sign coming into town for years. It depends on how optimistic you are. <laughs> but it was tough to be optimistic around here during the years they called the big drought. I get into high school, the drought is starting to kick in a little bit. People can't afford the land to farm anymore. It's, it's just gotten a little bit worse every year. I had a lot of people that about to go bankrupt. When that happens, well, it doesn't do anybody any good. Everyone was in debt. That was a cotton farmer. Do I have debt? Well, anybody that farms has debt. <laughs> supplement my income, I've always worked in the cotton gin in the winters. The day before Thanksgiving, I was sitting there drinking coffee. Peggy, uh, her secretary, told me to give her $10. She's going to put my name in the lottery. My oldest son and I, we decided to go buy the gin and get a cup of coffee. So Peggy came in, wanted to know if we wanted to buy a ticket for the lottery. And I said, well, how much could we win? She said, well, 53 million or something like that. I said, well, I'll take $10. And my son was there and he bought the ticket. I went by the gym, they had a deal and I bought me a ticket. I want to get with the crowd. Forty-two originally came in on the lottery from Roby. 43 was Jim Carson at the liquor store. My name is Jim Carson, I own Longhorn Liquor, and it was the day before Thanksgiving, and she came in and wanted to buy 420 lottery tickets. Peggy Dixon had her little blue dress on, I'll never forget her, and she said, I want the $50 million lottery. I said, oh, okay. So she showed me this list of people, that 42 people that had put in $10, and, and I asked her if I could put in my $10. She said, that'd be fine. All my life, I've told my wife that I was either gonna hit the Reader's Digest sweepstakes or the Publisher's Clearinghouse sweepstakes or the lottery. The night before, Jimmy and I were doing the dishes, and he started talking about what he would do if we won the lottery, and I'm like, just get over it. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Peggy called 10 after 10. She was crying. I didn't know, I thought somebody died or something. I was sitting there asking, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What's the matter? And what she was saying is, we won the lottery. We won the lottery. Got up the next morning, had it on the Sweetwater radio station, and the guy said that... It turns out that that $50 million lottery ticket was purchased out of Sweetwater, Texas. Yeah, but check this. The $50 million divided by 43 folks from Roby, Texas. Well, being 43 out of 670 people, 
everywhere you went in town you would see a winner and i was just in shock i just couldn't believe it but everybody was really excited uh, especially our daughter she was dancing around and singing and yeah i wish everybody could have a dose of it you know it was it's really incredible we won 46.6 million it's nearly 1.2 million is what everyone got before taxes some of them were really hurting for money i mean hurting badly for money and it was a godsend for them there was farmers here that was going to go under jack mcclure was gone if it hadn't been for the lotto it saved their buns my story is I've been farming since 58, and this is the second time I got even with my banker. You figure them years up. Initially, the first feeling is like what you see on TV. I felt that way two or three days, you know, just on that natural high of uh, life is so perfect now. I thought the whole town was going to be like that. You know, people would be going to the grocery store up here with their furs on, diamonds cutting people's face, and got in a fist fight, you know, just... <laughs> old Hollywood thing, you know. The reporters kept coming back, so you're still driving the same old pickup that you had. What's wrong with this? And it still runs fine. What they didn't know is there wasn't enough money to buy a new pickup out of that payment. I just hoping I could pay my bills. <laughs> no, that life didn't change any for us. Made it a little easier maybe, but it didn't change. They were in debt terribly that they were about to lose their farms and it, it saved them. It didn't really change people's lives that much, not like you would think that it would. My first check turned around at the end of the day, it was all gone, uh, mainly debt. I splurged and I bought a in-ground swimming pool, $10,000. It broke, it's buried in the backyard. Lance got tired of seeing the town fall apart and the stores close up and the children move away. He thought the big win could be an opportunity to turn things around for Roby. At first, I thought that people on the lottery could turn their money back into something, and many, many tried. I would say over half tried to start some type of business. I tried. I called Tyson Industries, Walmarts, you know. We didn't have the manpower around here. I mean, we'd already lost too many people. I wish somebody would just come in here with tons of money and decide to build some kind of business that would hire our young people. I mean, the town already won the lotto. Yes. So you can't hope for that? <laughs> oh, you can always hope for that. Then some of the Roby 43 began to get ill. Very ill. And some of them died. Some of the town's non-winners started a rumor. They said that the winners were cursed. Peggy Dixon, the beloved secretary at the Cotton Gin, died of cancer. One year to the day after receiving her first lotto check. The cold hard fact is we lost a lot of people originally and the biggest one being Peggy Dixon. Well, some of them have met with bad luck. There have been several deaths. Uh, some of them actually lost their winnings. Big Mike's wife passed away. They all five had a, five shares. Jack McClure, he had a yeah, share, Jack he McClure. passed away. And then we've lost, I, I think, three more in that same family. One guy was stung by 200 bees. Another crashed the new pickup he bought with his winnings. Gene Terry's house burned to the ground. But just when Gene was telling me that he didn't believe in a curse... I don't see that there was any curse here. He got a phone call at the Silver Star Cafe. Billy's house. Billy. Uncle Bill, right across the road from you. I hope out of His uncle's house, across the street from his, was on fire. Billy's house is on fire. Oh, really? He was also a winner. The men all slammed down their coffee cups, put on their hats... I got it. Go on. I got it. Go on, and ran to their trucks to go help with the fire. Because everyone helps everyone around here.
I, I remember a sign at one time that said Lotto Town. I don't know who took it down or who put it up, you know, but I personally was glad to see it gone. I just, I didn't want that image painted on us that uh, that's all we were. We are nice people and we'll help anybody. Oh, money's not important, money's fleeting. If I had to think of a citywide motto, it would be that Roby is friendly. Now, Anna tells me that if you're ever in West Texas, be sure to pay a visit to the good folk of Roby. There's fish and shrimp on Fridays at the Silver Star Cafe. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.